2: This is Radio Wave Medianomics with your host, a friend of Megagoria.
3: Is it disconcerting to you that we have so many signs showing us what's coming and few acting upon it? We have a lack of something taking place in our culture worldwide, and that's thoughtfulness, thinking, reflection. Of course, Our Lady said, reflect on your future. She wouldn't say that if we were to derive thoughts by reflecting on our future, that we need to be making decisions about our future. And so I find it disconcerting that so many people can't read signs that is probably the most clearest man's ever seen. Knowing the flood, they had the sign of Noah building the ark. But we have so much more than that. They had their little plots, or they had their little ways they were making their living. But we have an engaged system that affects every person in the world economically, through commerce, consumerism, materialism, entertainment, and all of which shows us there's something very, very wrong. We can't have an event that united our whole nation into prayer, both Parties, political parties, different people of different beliefs holding hands that evening in churches, gathering in prayer in 9-11, 10 years ago. And 10 years later, through that tragedy, we ban prayer. We can't mention Jesus Christ. It might offend those who perpetrated evil upon us. Our Lady says... You've lost your discernment. Do we wonder why economically we're in trouble? Do we question our future viability to stay in the system or keep the system that we've had to be restored? Impossible. Not when you block out, literally block out. One thing's neglect, one thing's being busy, one thing's being mesmerized and entertained. But here it is physically. We have a pagan, Bloomberg in New York, saying there'll be no prayer at 9-11 site. If Christians had fiber, they would go. Throughout the whole events and ceremonies, just start saying our Father. Say it a thousand times out loud. Drown them out. We're so concerned about our next meal, what are we to eat? What are we to wear? They've lost the big picture. Why do we have a problem? Because we don't have God. Our lady says, God is truth. He exists. He's not going to go away because you ban prayer at 9-11. In fact, you'll draw him closer. At least his actions He doesn't let his people go astray. He turns man over to himself. You'll see more actions of God when we do this. But they're not good actions for his children. So we have a system now, economically, that's not viable. It's impossible for it to survive. There's no way for it to continue. All the signs are there. We bought one of our big pieces of equipment downstairs in our print shop, the Mugler Martini from Switzerland. And they were the strongest economy in the world, basically. We checked them out. We didn't want to send even our deposits on there through this economic downturn with the chance of somebody bankrupting. The franc was king. Their money's strong. And now they're in trouble. Nobody expected it. Everybody's putting their investments because there's so much money out there. They're pulling it out of the stock markets. They're putting it over here. They're putting it over there. They don't know where to put it. They're just trying to put it someplace they can preserve it hold it level from being lost. So a lot of people bought Swiss francs. Now, there's so much of it that the exports of this small country, like the machine we got, there's going to be bankruptcies. You need a weak currency to have good exports. And because they're an exporter, the next trade thing they have is tourism. The only thing they don't export, it, it comes into them, it imports people. But they're in trouble. And everybody and all the master bankers, I thought they had to figure it figured out. They had the idea, the great idea, of this is a great banking country, people have many banking accounts there, that they could beat the system. But when you turn against God, when you forsake Him at memorials where He should be the keystone, when you got to apologize for Jesus Christ, you're not going to outfox God. He'll bring it down by turning you over to yourselves, just like Romans 18.32 speaks of. God withdraws, but in His action of withdrawal, actually He's coming closer, because you're going to see His actions. You're going to know of Him nowhere. more. Just like somebody told us the other day, even atheists can be atheists if there was no God. What would they not believe in? You can't <laughs> escape God. He's there and He is, and you're not believing, you're not accepting, you're not going His way. It doesn't change anything. Just because an atheist says I don't believe in God or you're going to offend me doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So who do we offend? The atheists or God? We're choosing to offend God. And you think there's no consequences to this? And nobody's leading. Nobody knows how to go their way. Nobody knows what to do in the next moment.
4: Alfred the Great was king of the West Saxons in England during the ninth century. His determination to protect England from Danish conquest and his emphasis on literacy and education for his people have lifted him into the ranks of England's most popular rulers. The famous story reminds us that attention to little duties prepares us to meet larger ones. In England many years ago, there ruled a king named Alfred. A wise and just man, Alfred was one of the best kings England ever had. Even today, centuries later, he is known as Alfred the Great. The days of Alfred's rule were not easy ones in England. The country was invaded by fierce Danes who had come from across the sea. There were so many Danish invaders, and they were so strong and bold, that for a long time they won almost every battle. If they kept on winning, they would soon be masters of the whole country. At last, after so many struggles... King Alfred's English army was broken and scattered. Every man had to save himself in the best way he could, including King Alfred. He disguised himself as a shepherd and fled alone through the woods and swamps. After several days of wandering, he came to the hut of a woodcutter. Tired and hungry, he knocked on the door and begged the woodcutter's wife to give him something to eat and a place to sleep. The woman looked with pity at the ragged fellow. She had no idea who he really was. "'Come in,' she said. "'I will give you some supper if you will watch these cakes. "'I am baking on the hearth. "'I want to go out and milk the cow. "'Watch them carefully and make sure they don't burn while I'm gone.' Alfred thanked her politely and sat down beside the fire. He tried to pay attention to the cakes, but soon all his troubles filled his mind. How was he going to get his army together again? And even if he did... How was he going to prepare it to face the Danes? How could he possibly drive such fierce invaders out of England? The more he thought, the more hopeless the future seemed, and he began to believe there was no use in continuing to fight. Alfred saw only his problems. He forgot he was in the woodcutter's hut, he forgot about his hunger, and he forgot all about the cakes. In a little while, the woman came back. She found her hut full of smoke and her cakes burnt to a crisp. And there was Alfred, sitting beside the hearth, gazing into the flames. He had never even noticed the cakes were burning. You lazy, good-for-nothing fellow, the woman cried. Look what you've done. You want something to eat, but you don't want to work for it. Now none of us will have any supper. Alfred only hung his head in shame. Just then the woodcutter came in. As soon as he walked through the door, he recognized the stranger sitting at his hearth. "'Be quiet,' he told his wife. "'Do you realize who you are scolding? "'This is our noble ruler, King Alfred himself.' The woman was horrified. She ran to the king's side and fell to her knees. She begged him to forgive her for speaking so harshly. But the wise King Alfred asked her to rise. "'You were right to scold me,' he said. "'I told you I'd watch the cakes, and then I let them burn.' I deserved what you said. Anyone who accepts a duty, whether it be large or small, should perform it faithfully. I have failed this time, but it will not happen again. My duties as king await me. The story does not tell us if King Alfred had anything to eat that night, but it was not many days before he had gathered his men together again, and soon he drove the Danes out of England."
3: It's amazing how many people have forsaken their duty. They're not even investors, just working people. And you're giving your money over to 401ks and people to invest that and depending on them to take care of it. And it's all being scattered, it's all being lost and you're drowning in your problems, oh, look what I lost. You take your own time. Warren Buffett, the greatest investor of all time, says you manage your own money. Now he's telling people that's got millions. But what if you only got $50,000 or $100,000? Why are you entrusting this to somebody else? Oh, there's the regulations they choke you with and say, well, I have to, or this or that, or I'm going to get penalty if I pull it out. You gain autonomy. You take charge. You get your little army up. You fortify yourself. Start thinking. And that's our problem. As I started off, it's disconcerting that so few people are really thoughtful. And they can do something now in the Greenwood, in this time of grace, as a lady said, that they can't do four years, two years, maybe a month from now. When a storm is approaching, do you rope your windows in your car? Do you go out and tie things down if a hurricane's coming? Do you board up your windows? Why do you do that? Not to do that makes as much logic as what we're doing now financially with a lot of people and what their situations are. Even those who've lost their jobs. There's many things can be done Start thinking about your family. I was looking at a book, a picture book of 1929 the other night, and the woman who took these photographs, for she actually landed a job by the government to photograph these people. She witnessed one guy came, came from Oklahoma to California, and she was watching from a distance, and he just walked and just stood there, looked all the way around him, 360. He'd take a step one way, then he'd just stop, he didn't know where to go. Some of the captions says that they, they gave their whole body for work. Their, their, their whole bodies are broken from the work they've had to do. And these people wasn't used to being idle. And they had no footing. Another one said there's no footing to even get started on. There's no seed to do something, there's no little ground to go find a patch or anything. They were caught just completely off guard. And they didn't have the warnings. You've got every indicator, every warning showing you that it's impossible for our government to pay back its debt, that the states are broke, the county governments are broke, the cities are broke. And our people in this nation are in debt. And some got enough investments to get out of debt, and yet they don't move. So this is something that we need to understand, that we can do like the king and drown in the misery and the overwhelming things that are in front of us, and just say, well, I'll just wait to see what happens. This is insane. Act now on things that you know you can do. And there's a lot you can do. And going to happen is the whole book about this preparation.
2: And it's important also, too, for people to understand the structure of how Caritas is being able to operate efficiently uh, with the funds that comes into it. This is not a structure that's invented overnight, it's something that has taken years of preparation for and even precedes Caritas. I was reading in a writing called uh, Judge with Right Judgment, uh, which is uh, a friend of Medjugorje telling some of the story about his uh, when he first got married, when he bought the land, when he built his house. Uh, This is available as a free download on Medjugorje.com. If you just go to the download section and click under booklets, pick Judge with Right Judgment, uh, read this through, and pass this on to all of your friends. But it gives a formula on what's necessary to provide a structure— uh, people look at Caritas and they marvel at its ability to operate and its efficiency. Uh, but this is not something that uh, just happened overnight again, and it's not something that uh, just happens on its own. It takes a lot of preparation uh, for something like this to take place. And so I, I wanted to a friend of Medjugorje to mention a little bit about this because uh, when Our Lady came in 1988, uh, there was a freedom that he had, and maybe perhaps he can speak a little bit more about that.
3: Well, that freedom is freedom from debt. If you don't owe anything, you own your house, you own your land, you own your cars, you own everything you're doing, then basically all you got is a power bill and a couple of incidentals that come up. If you're free from debt, you can do a lot of things. You have a lot of longitude and latitude. Most people don't have that. They're so glued to the system. Even if they've got money. those people has got tons of money, and yet they don't even have it available. It's all tied up. Your best investment is you got to plot a land, or if you're wealthy, 500 acres, you have to build five cottages for families. Surround yourself with, with them. But the driving force I always moved toward since my youth was, how can I do what I need to do without the dollar? Every step I took, every step I built my business with, every step I built Caritas with, is to operate without the dollar. We're sitting in a studio that we cut down the trees, put it on our saws, dried the wood, and made. How did we do it? Labor. Who paid us for the labor? Nature. We didn't have to go get money. God's a lot more efficient in growing the tree, the sunshine, water in it, and the ground, the soil, the nutrients. The tree been 60 years growing. We get the tree. Our labor does that. Nature pays us. That's our paycheck. And that's how we operate. Yeah, we've got to have cash to make equipment, but we do a lot in this mission by labor. That's why you can buy some of our booklets, 80-page booklets for 15 cents, because we're just transferring you the cost of the paper for that. Our volumes increase, so we even drop the price of the paper while everything else is going up. This logic, this common sense concept is lost. It's Our Lady herself who said, Jesus is the light of common sense. But because people don't think, and because people don't have practical experience, because people don't have the ability, because of they, they've gone along with the system to see this with clarity, they do what the system tells them to do. Oh, this is your 401k, we'll take care of it for you. What are they doing for it? I met a guy from England years ago that had gone through a conversion and started confessing things to me. He said, we take hundreds of millions of dollars of people's retirement and we'll go put in a subdivision in England will build a development and then we'll own the cemetery and we'll own the water and we'll own the garbage. That's where we really make a lot of our money. He says, if it bankrupts, we don't care. I said, well, that's people's retirement. You know, he, thought, he was talking in the billions. He said, don't matter. Don't mean nothing to him. I can't imagine these people toil their whole life and they save up $75,000 for their retirement. And these are the people that were running it. This guy had a jet. Just from doing this. And this was, this was probably eight to 10 years ago. The guy was repentant. He was going to mass twice a day because he realized the wrong he had done. I spent lunch with them in our connecting flights coming back from Medjugorje. I was shocked. You know, don't you have any sentiments? What makes somebody so hard to steal as uh, hearts like this? These people have your money. And it's not just wealthy people's money, it's the working people. You gain control of what you have. You fortify your own way. Structure your life and always possible that you're not dependent on the dollar. That's what ain't gonna happen about. That's why we made the Megigorus miraculous metal Civil War Civil one ounce piece round. Just to take what you have, temporarily hold it in that till you can transition into a way of life because you can't eat silver, you can't eat gold. But you need to be living just like the group Alabama, the country's group says somebody told us Wall Street Sale, we uh, somebody told us Wall Street fell. We couldn't tell the grass was always green around our house. They're living subsistently. And to me, if you have the means, one of your greatest investments is to have where you are getting your food from your ground to your mouth and have people in league with you. Let them live there free. They're your investment. It's part of your life, for your children. Frank?
5: Yeah, you, you said at the beginning of the show the signs of the times couldn't be clearer. And in the last month, we've just gotten three huge signs like never before. And they tell us very clearly, if you're paying attention, why you should get out of paper with a, with a sense of urgency. And, and I can't emphasize this enough, but uh, a month ago on August 5th, we got a U.S. debt downgrade. And this is recognized by the world as the safest You know, the U.S. Treasury is the safest investment in the world. And then the next um, safest investment would probably be the Swiss franc. You know, this is where the rich will have... They like this currency. Those that, you know, don't like the U.S. dollar understand it are in the Swiss franc. And now the Swiss franc ties itself to the euro, which is a collapsing currency. And they're not going to be able to support the euro uh, as it begins to fall. And so these are two very clear signs for the world that fiat currency is failing. But we, we have a, a third and greatest sign. Our lady comes on the second of the month and says, everything is falling apart. Everything. And so this is the, this should be the clearest sign for us and the fact that you've said this one way or another, I think, on every metronomics show since the beginning. You know... This system is falling apart. Fiat money doesn't work. It is an antichrist system. Satan um, mocking God, uh, a community member and I were talking about this yesterday. Ray and I were actually talking about this yesterday. And this is Satan's mockery of God's fiat is let there be light, and he creates. Mary's fiat is, let it be done unto me. And she, this fiat brings forth our salvation. And then, this fiat, by decree, it's money because I say it's money. Who? The government. But the government's for the people by the people. But not 1% of this country, if they understood what fiat money is, is for fiat money. The U.S. Constitution that protects us from this type of tyranny says only gold and silver are money. So, this is an abominable fiat, in the root of all the abominations that are happening. And so another fiat is Our Lady asked for our fiat so that we say yes to her messages, put them into our life, and she wants us to make our home resemble heaven. And I've never seen this so clearly as I've seen in the homes of the community members at Caritas. Our Lady's Message into life, and uh, you mentioned um, the writing, I think it was called Judge with Right Judgment, but this is, um, you know, from Our Lady's Message, and and, uh, this has really um, transformed the community, and so it's, it's a beautiful witness there that has, you know, the kids in community were the witness that caused us to throw away our television. Um, And people have to understand, those that don't understand what Our Lady's doing, is that you can't separate what's happening in Caritas or what Our Lady is doing with the community and say this is different from Ejigori, that Our Lady said she chose where she would appear, she chose those she would appear to. It's the same thing. This is part of her plan for the salvation of mankind. It is the Medjugorje apparitions, and everything that she's done there, and uh, a lot of the most important things that are done there on the miraculous metal Medjugorje round. This is the round is a witness to what Our Lady has done, and so you have the writings, the, the first two major writings that teach us how to turn our homes into heaven or to resemble heaven, and then you have. The most important writing, I think, look what happened while you're sleeping, because it tells us what we must do, and that's every pastor must do it. Every priest must say, you know, Father, do you love the Lord with all your heart? Can we give him back his day? Can we let the Lord have his day? Can we honor Sunday? And then it ain't going to happen. shows us how to take back this country. We don't want fiat money. The Constitution doesn't say fiat money. You know, eventually everybody's going to tell their congressman, their senator, their governor. Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution says only gold and silver will be money. We're not going to vote for you unless you return us to honest money. And I I think this movement is going to happen. You could have Romans 1, 18-32 on the front of the T-shirt and Article 1, Section 10 on the back. Honest money.
3: Well, this is this is <clears throat> underlines the the whole <clears throat> issue of why we've got these things we're talking about anyway. Why we're we talking about misnomics? Why we're we talking about something economic wise? Except our lady said every Thursday read Matthew six, because this was the basis of what she foresaw thirty years ago is is going to be the problem we lead to. She told Mary, uh Ivanka, June twenty fifth, nineteen eighty nine. Satan has special plans to enslave you through materialism. He is active in this plan. And and really wasn't that prevalent at that time. We didn't see it. We knew people were into everything, but now we see it. Or at least those who are praying to see it. And you're right, we don't let people come in the community. One criteria is that you can't have debt. If we let people come here and have debt, then we become responsible as a community for their debt. Then they won't get paid. Our our pay is what we work for as our own keep, as St. Paul said, for for what we do agriculturally, agrarian. that we have freedom to give our labor for the mission and propagation of the message. That's a disease. We don't want that disease. And that's exactly, Switzerland is like the community. They're very, very strong, very powerful, economic-wise. And now they're taking on the euro. They've announced that they will buy every euro, unlimited amounts of euros, When it falls below, I think 1.20, something like that. I don't know the exact numbers. Mm -hmm. So, in other words, we're going to eat your disease. And how do you be an economic power and eat so much poison without being poisoned? We don't want debt here. You should be the same way. Debt makes you a slave to the system. Get away from it. Don't owe nothing. Oh, the bankers will say, oh, you've got $200,000 in the bank. Don't take that out. Borrow $200,000 against the bank and use that bar against it. Well, human nature will will do that. And then human nature will use that $200,000. Then then you've got $400,000. You've lost it. You you, you still have $200,000 you owe. You know, it's their lie. It's their propagation to keep this lie continuing. So the whole banking system is bankrupt. The only thing you can take to a bank if you're talking about banks is all these words. Everything is passing. Everything is falling apart. There is no exaggeration. The meaning of what those words mean go beyond what you can comprehend in depth and magnitude. And we're there. If you need to talk in details about these things, you can call Frank. Frank, tell them how to get hold of you.
5: You can call us uh, toll-free, 877-936-7686. You can email us at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. You can visit our webpage at com, And the number, once again, is 877-936-7686.
3: You know, we live in a physical world, but we're supposed to be a spiritual people. Our soul... Our spiritual soul will be in heaven when we die. But it's trapped in our body. And what we physically do affects that eternally. And what damages the soul is through the physical, even through our thoughts, even. And so our physical environment, the decisions we make physically are very important. And so our lady's addressing physical when she says everything's passing, everything's falling apart. She's not talking about just morality. That's already gone. And she's saying as a result of the morality and the depravity the that we live, depravity, the, the, the physical is now falling apart. It depends on that. You can't turn away Jesus being mentioned, prayers to God the Father in New York, and not expect more disaster, more falling apart, of what they're meeting they're in for the first place for. How stupid can man be? It's idiotic. It's beyond idiotic. It's it's now demonic because it's not just negligence. It's a choice. We don't want you, God. We don't need you, God. And God says, okay. Romans 1, 1832. If you haven't read it, and if you did read it last week, read it again. And yeah, we're going to make some T-shirts because people, I'm giving this to Christians and they, they say, well, I didn't know that. So I wrote, questioned me about something a couple of three weeks ago on the show we did called It's Intimate the Culture," uh, it's going to crash. And we talk about the pinnacle sin, which is the big sign that once that starts in, prevailing in the culture, is God come back time. And I wrote him back, read Romans one, chapter, or chapter one, verses eighteen to thirty-two. We cannot tolerate these sins, and we need to go backwards from this and clean up our own small sins to get rid of the big sins. Frank, anything else you got to say?
5: No, just uh, just that I want people to understand it, um, the signs that that show clearly, physically, what's happening and what's going to happen. All these fiat currencies are failing, and uh, you know, um, give us a call, and we can tell you. The best way is to get out of this system. To begin to get out of this system, the most important thing, obviously, is to read the book. It ain't going to happen. But after you do that, call us and we can help you. Um, you know, start start getting out of the system and and uh, moving towards a, a better way of life.
3: If you initially got your ain't going to happen six months ago or a year ago, even three months ago, and you read it with the signs there now, we're we're radically different than just twelve months ago. Reread the book. It'll speak to you in ways that you didn't see at that first read. It'll amaze you. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Until next time, goodbye.